just I just just speak my peace, keep my peace. What's good, y'all? Welcome to episode 96 of the Speak My Peace podcast. Um, as always, I'm your gracious host, Greg Lacey. Like we always do about this time, I hope that this episode reaches you all in good health. If you're taking care of yourself and your loved ones, so I'm taking care of your mentals and your physicals and all that good stuff. Um, before we do get into everything, happy Juneteenth. This is going to be a short episode. It's going to be surrounding Juneteenth, the commemoration of Juneteenth, the celebration of Juneteenth, um, and all that, all that good stuff. I'm, I'm never going to, you know, bypass the opportunity to, to speak about Juneteenth uh, on this here platform. With all that being said, thank you all for tuning in to the Speak on Peace podcast, whether it's your first time, second time, third time, whatever the frequency may be. Thank you for tuning in. I cannot stress how important, how grateful I am for your... Uh, listenership for my youtube viewers was good thank you all for tuning in uh you know we're building up that community i i definitely appreciate you all for continuing to to watch um i know switching platform especially you know as far as we came and then i finally implemented the youtube um it's, it's a it's a hard thing to to break habits and i know a lot of you old habits have been um listening to this podcast on whatever platform you decide to listen on so to my youtube viewership thank you all for tuning in um we're gonna continue to build this community we're gonna continue to build that platform to get it up to speed with the, the remaining platforms but um i i definitely appreciate it with all that being said i guess let's get into it so as you all may know since the beginning of this podcast i believe it was like episode four or five it may have been like four um i've spoken about the holiday of Juneteenth and the history of Juneteenth and, you know, what I decided to do to commemorate, commemorate it in the past and previous years. You know, I've always known about the history of, of the holiday of Juneteenth. Um, I haven't always celebrated, but I've always been aware of it. I think last year was a, my first time actually thinking, OK, you know, this this holiday is here. Let me do something to commemorate it. I think that year last year 2020 was the first year of many years going forward to where i'm going to make sure that i acknowledge and commemorate it and and do certain things um to make sure that i just am grateful of the holiday for those of you who don't know listen to this podcast you don't know what juneteenth is juneteenth is a holiday that commemorates quote unquote the the freedom of uh, enslaved men and women and children uh in this country this marks the day and where people were set free we all know that slavery didn't exactly end um, with the Emancipation Proclamation, but that is when it was su- supposed to have ended, um, I should say. But this day marks when the majority of enslaved people in this country actually became freed men, um, whatever that means. We know the history that that, that ensued following um, this but I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the history of this and acknowledge the history of this holiday and acknowledge the, the magnitude of this holiday because it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely important. Um, you know, the, the, the famous saying or the cliche saying is, you know, you, you can't you can't get to where you're going without knowing where you have been. And part of knowing where you have been is knowing what your family have come from, knowing what your ancestors have come from, and knowing what they have surpassed and knowing what they have overcome. Um, in order to get you to where you are 
when I think about things, well, first of all, I should also mention that today, um, the United States government, I think I'm gonna speak about this later in the episode, so we're gonna get it later on. But um, giving back into just like the the commemoration and and not knowing where you're going, you know, I always say that you know fighting a good fight and fighting the the fight for for equality and fighting the fight for justice and things like that. We are not going to see the fruits of that labor. You know, we're putting in the work, but we are not going to see a world to where it's either equal to where all human beings are equal or at least close to being equal. Um, but the, 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 the work that we're putting in now, the, the bills we get passed, the bills we get brought to legislation, the things we're fighting for as reparations, the things we are fighting against as, as far as like uh, social justice for social justice causes, um, fighting against uh, oppression, fighting against uh, racism, fighting against social uh, uh, racial inequality and all these things, you know, we're, we're putting in the work now, but we're actually not going to be able to reap the benefits of that. Um, that's going to be something people generations and generations down are going to be able to um, reap the benefits from what well, I think about that and the, the the truest form I think about that and I think it kind of goes hand in hand we think about Juneteenth um, it, it also brings to mind what I was just talking about a couple of episodes ago with the the downfall of Black Wall Street or the massacre of Black Wall Street a couple of weeks ago I was watching a um, I was watching an excerpt from a hearing they were having um, with the government because, you know, descendants of the people who were slain in um, the Black Wall Street massacre are fighting for reparations. And one of the key testimonies in this hearing that I was watching was a survivor of this day. This woman was 107 years old and here she is in in front of, you know, legislation stating her recount of what that day looked like um, for the sake of fighting for reparations. That is a perfect personification of what I mean by this is something that, you know, we are not going to read the benefits from. This woman is 107 years old. There are so many generations that can be established within 107 years on this earth. Um, I think about, I'm take it personal. Um, I think of my, about my grandma. I'm not going to disclose her, her age, but I think about how old my grandma is. My grandma is not the age of that woman. And I think about the generations that my grandma has at the age that she has. And she has, you know, she's a, she's a great grandmother now. And I think that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if by the time she reached the age that that woman is, that she would probably be a great, great grandmother. Um, just going at the rate that we're going in the way that <laughs> childbirth happens and, and things like that. But I'll say all that to say that it's not far fetched to to put in work for something to occur later down the line. Like that woman is not seeking any benefit. She didn't get you know any reparations from from her family. You know, losing their homes and losing their possessions, losing their jobs, um, losing their assets, and and all these things that they lost in this massacre. You know, she's not receiving that, but here she is on the front line fighting for that so that, you know, maybe her great grandkids or great great grandkids are able to reap the benefits of that. And it's even saying the word benefits is, is very tricky because it's like, you know, look at, at the price that they pay in order to get these. But I say all that to say that this is what we got to keep in mind as we fight for things. Um, Juneteenth 
how I decided to commemorate it. And I think most people should, should decide to commemorate it. And I apologize. I'm speaking pretty fast. I'm going to slow down. Um, how I think other people should decide to commemorate it is for one, I say solely spend your money in black communities. If you're not going to solely spend your money in black communities for this, this this weekend from Friday to Sunday or from or just Saturday, the actual day of Juneteenth, um, at least spend a majority of your money. It's spend a majority of your time, spend a majority of your resources towards people that not even just people that look like you towards black people in the black communities. Because it's, it's, it's important in sustaining um, our communities and it's important in sustaining um, the the wealth and, and, and establishing and bringing resources to our communities. Think about, again, going back to Black Wall Street. The only reason why that community was so self-sustainable is because they kept the dollar within each other. They spent the dollars with their neighbors. They spent the dollars with their family. They spent the dollars with you know, someone they may have their schoolmates. Um, they spent the dollars with their coworkers and, th- and things like that. Because that money stayed in within that thirty-five block radius, it was able to say stay sus- sustained because there wasn't an outflow of cash. There was only an inflow. Whatever money they were making, maybe they were working downtown, maybe they were working in another state, wherever the case may be, where they were spending that money, which was new money being brought into community, it was staying there in their community, and we have to realize that. I don't know if we ever going to get back to that. I don't know if we ever going to see that. You know, I spoke about it in episode 92 about how it's possible with the resources that we have today. um, It's possible to recreate Black Wall Street times a thousand right now because of the resources that are available. And we live in an digital uh, information and we live in a digital age and there's so much information that's accessible to us. It's it's at our fingertips. Um, So definitely possible. But, you know. The fact that we go away from, you know, doing such things and, and going away from spending money with each other, it, it's hard to accomplish that. So that's one thing that I that's one way I decide to, to celebrate Juneteenth is make sure that the money I spend for either that weekend or the money I spend that day is either in the community like the community I grew up in or the money is spent with business owners that look like me or that look like my family. Um because it's just important, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely hard out here um, to to run a, a, a person to run a business. Um, and it's extremely hard for people of color to run a business because they have to rely on their community. And we are so um, the way that capitalism work, we are so. It's, it's so ingrained in our heads and we are so used to spending money at these these large chains at the McDonald's and the Burger Kings and spending our money with Nike and spending money in Target and spending money in Walmart and things like that. We are so used to doing this that it's hard for us to branch out and go somewhere else and spend that money. You know, a lot of these chains, you know, there are some opportunities to where some of these chains, yes, the entire chain may be owned by a a person who don't look like us. Y'all know what I mean by to say that. Um but that franchise may be owned by a black person. Like where I went last year, um, how I celebrated last year was for one, I spent my money in a black community, but I also um, cook, cook the traditional dish. And where I got my um, groceries from was from one of those chains where I don't know who the owner is of the actual chain, but that franchise was in the neighborhood I grew up in and it was owned by a black woman. So I felt relieved and knowing that 
I spent my money for that day, even though I don't live in that community. I spent my money in that community. You know, we got to help to to build ourselves up. You know, we don't we don't get the we don't get the handouts that the other communities get. We don't get the resources the other community get. A lot of these things are not afforded to us. And that's why the communities we grew up in look the way they look. Um, and so the only way we can continue to to help these businesses thrive and to help these businesses stay alive is we have to bring some type of cash flow into there. Um, and it's not the only way to commemorate or only way to celebrate Juneteenth is not only spending money. Um, you know, you can do things of service and, and there's so many different other ways to do that. But that's just how I chose to um, celebrate it last year. And it's probably how I'm going to choose to celebrate it this year. But it just brought me back and it, and it brings everything to full circle, cause especially with the idea of um, Black Wall Street and the Black Wall Street massacre being brought to the forefront again. It, it definitely, you know, brings everything full circle and let me connect those dots with with understanding how that was able to be accomplished and how we can get back into doing something like that or recreating something like that. Even in just for a weekend, um, it would do wonders for us. And speaking on even the, the self-sustaining and the reliance on it, you know, we have to continue to tell our stories. I spoke about this in episode 92 as well. Um, we can't rely on other people to tell our stories. We can't rely on other people to to tell our history um, because time and time again, we, they will fail us and time and time again, we will be omitted. And so we can't rely upon them. You know, I see a lot of people um, were mad when the story of of Black Wall Street Massacre was being brought to the forefront um, for the first time, not for the first time, but really at a, at a higher level than it ever had been in the past hundred years and a lot of people were angry but it's like this this information was always readily available yes they're not going to tell a story to us in in a school curriculum but our parents our guardians our, our grandparents they have to tell us they have to pass down these stories so that we understand what we have been through what we, so we have to understand where our people are came from i think about the same thing with juneteenth a lot of people didn't actually know what juneteenth was um and that's a a large reason why people don't celebrate it because they don't understand the history behind it and so um the reason why i bring that up the the topic i was going to speak about earlier that i said i'm going to wait for it now is um juneteenth was officially passed as a federal holiday today by um the presidential office and this is the first time in 400 years that this um not 400 um 200 plus years that this holiday is is now recognized as a as a federal holiday and a lot of people are mad because it's like you know america will you know give us a, a federal holiday or give us a day off but you know they won't express um they won't admit to their wrongdoings in terms of slavery they won't address systematic oppression they won't address racism all of that is true and i and i totally understand where everybody's coming from and I, and i don't want to dismiss any of that the reason why I'm happy that it was brought and the reason why I'm happy that it's a federal that it's a federal holiday now is because now we are more aware of something. Now, you know, when our kid who has probably been in the school system for two or three years is suddenly getting his day off. Now, this kid wants to ask questions. And now here's our opportunity to 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 teach this this child. Again, we can't we can't rely on these school curriculums. We can't rely on these teachers who don't look like us, care like us, care about us, or empathize for us to tell our stories. Because time and time again, they will fail us. They will fail our children. And so we have to educate ourselves in order to pass on this information. You know, the the more knowledge that we have, 
the better off these these children will be. This goes on back into the 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 topic I was speaking about in the beginning. You know, the fights that that we are fighting it's going to affect generations and generations and generations beyond us. And so we have to understand that and be selfless in that um, fight and be and understand that and the information that we pass on. You know, we teach our kids about Juneteenth and they teach theirs and, and so on and so on. And here's a holiday that's never going to be missed in our families because of the knowledge that we possess and the knowledge that we passed on to generations and generations. So I want you all to think about that as you are celebrating whether you decide to celebrate on Friday or, or, or um, Saturday. I believe it will be recognized on Sat on Friday uh, federally just because of the sake of holidays and, 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 and um, holidays and, and work and employees and things like that. But it's officially recognized. It's, it's, a, it's observed on June 19th. Um, or no, it's observed on a Friday. That Friday, which is the third Friday of June, I believe. But Juneteenth is actually June 19th, if that makes sense for any of you all. So whether you decide to celebrate this year on Friday or Saturday, just think of all that. Think about the history. Think about the knowledge you can pass on. Think about where you spend your money those days. Think about what you decide to do for those days. Um, it, it, it all affects generations down the line. And we had to be cognizant of that. And it's very important that we're cognizant of that and that we are aware of that. Um, so for my people, man, please, please, please recognize and please commemorate, please celebrate Juneteenth. Um, let's continue to tell our own stories because we can't rely on people who don't look like us, care about us, care for us to tell our stories. Because there will be huge chunks missing. It will either be hit. It will either there will either be huge chunks of the story missing. There will either be lies told. Or, as we've seen with the Tulsa Massacre, it won't be told at all. And so we can't rely on that. We can't rely on the school curriculum. We can't rely on these teachers. We can't rely on um, school districts. We can't rely on anyone but ourselves. Let's educate ourselves and let's tell the story the right way. And again, I said this episode was going to be short. And I promise you all. And I, and I promise you all. And I'm going to deliver on that promise. So that's all I have for this week. Um, one thing I want to tell you all. And I know this is like. It's not an oxymoron. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, it's not an oxymoron. Um, I don't know why I can't think of the word. But anyways, AMC is is celebrating, commemorating Juneteenth by showing a couple of uh, prominent black movies um, or um, during this day. Um, so, so the seven films that are going to be included. Um, and AMC is going to be Do the Right Thing, Harriet, The Waterman, Fences, Moonlight, Barbershop, and Love and Basketball. Me, someone who loves to watch movies, um, I'm excited about that. I don't know if I'm actually going to go see them, um, but that is contributing to black directors and, and, and black filmmakers and black storytellers, and it helps them continue to tell these stories. Um, but the reason why I bring that up because it's, it's definitely exciting. Like, Do the Right Thing. Love and Basketball are classic. A lot of those movies are classic movies, but I'm thinking about those two movies being classics, and I never had the opportunity to see them. And a lot of you all who are around my age never had the opportunity to see them in the movie theater either. So I think the opportunity to be able to commemorate that day by watching those movies in a movie theater is, is definitely exciting. Like, I've never seen Do the Right Thing on the big screen TV, and I've seen it a thousand times. I've never seen Love and Basketball 
on a on a, such a huge screen, and, and I've seen it a thousand times. So I think the opportunity is definitely great. Once again, that's all I have for this week. Um, thank you all for tuning into the Speak on Peace podcast. Make sure you are liking, rating, and or subscribe. No, make sure you are subscribing and or liking and rating the podcast. I can't stress enough how important that is. Please, please, please leave me feedback. I appreciate it. If you are not following me on social media, please follow me on IG at Speak My Peace Pod. Once again, my IG handle is Speak My Peace Pod. That is the only social media handle at the time. Um, but you know, I, I do update and provide updates there as well as share, share stories that I may cover in a podcast or may forget to cover in a podcast. Um, once again, my IG handle is Speak My Peace Pod. That's a Speak My Peace podcast for this week. I'm out.